All human thought, all science, all religion is the whole direction of the and someday, piecing together its associated knowledge will open up such terrifying vistas of reality and of our final when the universe is vast and inexplicable and you are weak and insignificant, then you know you are playing Call of Cthulhu. This is an actual play of Call of Cthulhu 7th edition featuring adult themes and horror. Listener discretion is advised. Find our published scenarios at starsarewrite.com or contact us for help unleashing your own twisted tales upon an unsuspecting world. And now, settle in, dear listener. Intrigue, high adventure, and cosmic horror await when the stars are right. Welcome to the first official episode of the Stars Are Right podcast. We are here to bring Call of Cthulhu stories to life. We will do so in this actual play podcast, but also through our published homebrew scenarios that you can find in our website, starsareright.com. We're playing the Call of Cthulhu tabletop RPG 7th edition, published by Chaosium, and we'll be releasing new episodes weekly, alternating, playing various one-shot scenarios with running a long-term campaign. Let us go around the table and say hello to our listeners. Why don't you all tell us how you are, the first Call of Cthulhu scenario you ever played, and how long it has been since then. Uh, let's start with Hal. Hello, I'm Adriano, aka Hal. I'm very excited to be here. And I started playing Call of Cthulhu in June 2020, so it's been a bit less than a year. Uh, my first scenario was The Haunting, which I played again actually with most of the crew assembled here tonight, uh, and which will be available to our patrons as bonus content. Uh, but that first time I played it, it was in person and one-on-one, -on -one, uh, run for me by our gracious keeper Fedra, at night, uh, and complete with the eerie noises of our pet rats skittering around in the background. Uh, Seb! Hi, uh, I'm Seb. I'm pumped to be here, uh, you guys. This is very exciting. Uh, the first Call of Cthulhu campaign uh, I played was Mr. Corbett, in which my character met a very gruesome death. Uh, that was, I want to say last year, but honestly, what even is time right now? Uh, but Fedra, I think you, you DM'd that for me. So uh, thank you for, uh, for introducing, me to, introducing me to this absolute madness. Um, I'm looking forward to uh, continuing it. Awesome. Uh, Brayden. Hello there, uh, my name is Braden. I'm the Australian aspect of the Stars Are Right, and I'm very excited to be a part of this group. Um, the first ever Call of Cthulhu scenario I played was the Free Camp Sunny scenario by Chaosium, and I was the keeper for that session. Uh, apart from being a player for our fantastic keeper Phaedra here, I've spent most of my time within Call of Cthulhu as a keeper myself. I'm relatively new to the system, having only played Call of Cthulhu for around a year and a half, but I've been playing tabletop RPGs for about eight to nine years or so. Nice. Uh, Noxicals. Hi. Yes, so I'm Noxicals, and I am the token old git. So uh, I started playing Call of Cthulhu in, I think it was 1997, um, before some of you were born, probably. 
and uh, I played my first ever game at Gen Con in the UK, back when they used to have Gen Con in the UK. Um, and I played an amazing uh, midnight session with a very um, experienced keeper. I don't know if it was a homebrew thing or a pre-published thing, but it absolutely scared the pants off me and hooked me in. And um, yeah, I've been sort of playing ever since on and off um, and playing with this crew for I'm probably approaching a year now. Uh, so yeah, very excited to be involved in something new. Amazing. And uh, I've already been partly introduced. I am Fedra. Uh, my first Call of Cthulhu scenario, well, the first that I ran was The Haunting, the same one that uh, Howl talked about. And the first one I played as an investigator was Heartless in Loveland, run by our very own Brayden. Uh, see it in the starsaride.com shop uh, soon. So these are the players, but what are we playing? Well, we're going to kick things off with a long-term campaign, which we're very excited for. The Children of Fear is an epic, multi-part campaign for Call of Cthulhu, published by Chaosium. It's brand new and has been out in print for less than a month. The scenarios within it explore myths and legends of Central Asia and Northern India. A mysterious telegram plunges the investigators into an epic journey of intrigue and horror and leads them to travel from 1920s China through northern India and on to Tibet. This is a geographical area that's very distant from the usual settings used in Call of Cthulhu, and it's not one that most of us are very familiar with. We've all done a little research into the era and character backgrounds, and as a keeper I'd love to say that I'm completely immersed in and aware of all the detail and complexity of this vast setting, but I'm not. Not at all. And the same applies to my players here. The Children of Fear scenario book is impressively thorough and information heavy, but I am less of a history and geography buff than I'd like to be, so I'm still learning, and I'm sure I still will be throughout this campaign. We'll try our best despite our limited knowledge, but we could not possibly do justice to the rich cultures and history this scenario involves, so in advance, we apologize for any mistakes and any missteps. We're likely to butcher a lot of place names for starters, so please bear with us. We're trying to base them on how they're written in the book, which doesn't always align with what Google tells us. Also, there are inclusions of some historical racism in this scenario, but we won't be featuring them very heavily in our game. This is absolutely not meant to minimize the difficulties people experienced at the time. We just don't believe that we can realistically represent the hardships in this game we're playing. Of course, it's important to remember that racism did not end after the 1920s. It's still very much alive today, and it affects ethnic minorities every day. In the UK, the ESEA, East and Southeast Asian community, has experienced a threefold rise in hate crimes during the pandemic, with many reporting feeling unsafe while being out in public due to fear of verbal and physical racist attacks. In the US, in March 2021 alone, the number of anti-Asian hate incidents nearly doubled, passing 6,000. Since we're benefiting so much from the rich culture and background of this campaign, we'd be remiss not to give back a bit. So we've decided to donate 10% of all of our Patreon profits while this campaign is running to Be Seen, a grassroots movement born from six ESEA women created to shine a light on Britain's East and Southeast Asians. They're supporting the Stop Asian Hate cause, as well as offering a place for people to educate themselves, 
connect as a community, and much more. Please take a moment to check out their website, beseen.co.uk, that is B-E-S-E-A-N, and follow them on their social media at besea.n on Instagram and at B-E-S-E-A underscore N on Twitter. So, everyone will be using a pre-generated character out of those offered in the campaign book. Why don't we all go around and talk a bit about our characters? So, character name, where they're from, where they're staying in Peking, and how long they've been there, and a general overview of background, motivations, what they're best at, etc. Um, and also, while you're at it, roll us your luck score. We'll start with how. Alright, I'll be playing Dr. Eudora Lockhart. She is 40 years old, of English and Italian parentage, just like me, and she's working as the first female archaeology professor at the American School of Archaeology in Peking's Yenching University. Eudora's a bit like Amelia Earhart crossed with Indiana Jones, at least that's how I think of her, uh, an adventuress with a formidable personality. She grew up reading The Travels of Marco Polo, which has given her a lifelong love for adventure, and while she's stuck in lecture halls at the moment, she is itching to get back out in the field and make her own discoveries. Uh, she moved to Peking with her husband Charles, who works there as an American diplomat, so she's lived there a few years now in an apartment in the Legation Quarter, not far from the American Embassy. And I'm going to find out right now how lucky she's going to be. Let's get my dice here. That is 478 times 5 is 40. Bam. All right, oh, no. subpar. Seb. Hi. Uh, so Jung Yu, uh, also known as Michael Lee, uh, is a 26-year-old Christian missionary. Uh, he lost his Chinese parents during the Boxer Rebellion uh, and was raised by a Scottish Protestant uh, missionary called Grace Strachan. I believe that's how we pronounce her surname. That may be incorrect, so apologies in advance if it is. Um, although he is, by his upbringing and profession, a Christian, uh, Michael is an avid student of all faiths uh, and is personally undecided as to which one he actually believes in, uh, if any. Uh, his greatest love is travelling uh, and learning about new places and cultures, which he gets to do a lot uh, in his work as a missionary, uh, which I suspect is a lot of the reason why he is stuck with it. Um, he's currently visiting Peking, um, visiting some, some colleagues there, but he's itching to get out and see more of the world. And uh, with regards to rolling luck, 3d6, that is a 3, 4, and a 2. That is 9 times 5 is 45. I can maths. Awesome work. Brayden. Hey, everyone. Uh, so the character I'm going to be playing is Sofian Bazaz Wine, a 49-year-old Indian man who's coming to the later stages of his career as a photojournalist and explorer. Uh, the photographs that he and his brother Adam took during their journey traversing the Silk Road brought them quite a bit of fame. Sofian is a devout follower of the Islamic faith and a compulsive wanderer. Although he is advancing in age and things aren't as easy as they once were, he has been yearning to find that one final adventure before he hangs up his hiking boots once and for all. A sort of final score type deal, if you will. So Sofian and his brother Adam explored their native mountain range of the Karakoram Mountains and followed in their ancestors' footsteps along the Silk Road, trekking throughout the Taklamakan Desert and on to Cyan. But you'll hear more of that soon. Adam, who joined him in his explorations, was actually killed in World War I, and Sofian desires to continue exploring 
as that's what his brother would have wanted from him. And he seeks to honour his brother's memory in that way. Uh, he was actually invited to Peking University by, or Peking, sorry, by the China Lecture Association to chat about his travels in Xinjiang. So he would be staying on campus property, uh, probably in a room allocated to him, and he would have only been there for a couple of days to a week. Uh, 55. The luckiest of the bunch so far. Noxicals, can you do any better? Tell us about your character and then show us how lucky you are. Well, I think we all know that I'm not going to be the luckiest character, but okay. Uh, so I'll be playing uh, Timur Stepanovich Repin, uh, who is a Russian refugee uh, currently working as a janitor and teaching assistant at the University of Yenching. Uh, so my character Timur um, was raised in Russia by his mother who was a curator at the Hermitage, which is a a massive museum with an enormous art collection um, in Russia. And his first love was very much the arts. He still knows a lot about art history and paintings. Um, But he dreamed of becoming a ballet dancer. And unfortunately, all of that was dashed when he was drafted into uh, the Great War uh, as a soldier. Um, Because of that time as a soldier and some of the things he saw... Um, Timur is uh, inured to gore and the sight of corpses, um, but also not very keen on sudden loud noises at all. Um, and he fled Russia for China in 1920, um, largely to escape the Bolsheviks after the revolution. Uh, so he's been in Peking for a couple of years, living at the University of Yenching and uh, working his way up from his janitorial position uh, to recently starting to assist Dr. Lockhart with her history lessons. Uh, So yeah, that's my guy, and let's find out how lucky he is. Oh, okay. Oh, that's quite good. That's 14 times 5 is 70? What? Is that right? Jealous. There we go. Big rolls. Very lucky. Big money, no whammies. Awesome. Thank you so much, everyone, for uh, giving us a, a, little, a little summary of your characters. Uh, I'm excited to get to know them more throughout the campaign, and I'm sure our listeners are as well. And now for some quick content warnings. This campaign is for an adult audience only, and will include racist elements, body horror, cannibalism, consensual sexual activities in a religious context, Destruction of human remains in the form of dismemberment and other assorted horrors. You have been warned. And uh, here's a quick idea of how our next session will start. You have all been invited to a lecture on the Silk Road by renowned photojournalist Sofian Bazaar's Wine. Professor Wang, the director of the American Department of Archaeology there, seems to have invited you personally. What a nice gesture. I wonder if there's more to it. That was the end of today's episode. Thank you so much, everyone. Brayden, Noxicals, Howl, Seb, and of course, our amazing sound editor, Jason. You have all been the best. And a big, massive thank you to all our listeners. You are exceptional. If you want to gain access to some special bonus Stars Right content and help the podcast grow, please consider supporting us over on patreon.com forward slash Stars Right. And as always, you can find links to our social media on our website, www.starsaright.com, where you can also find links to our Discord community. Come join us! Now, farewell, dear listeners, until the stars are right again.